With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, April 13th. And uh, while it was expected, ooh, that was a nasty consumer price index report that was released yesterday morning. I was sort of glad that I wasn't on the air doing it live, Mark, because I think when it came out, I went wholly expletive. Just because the numbers are big, an 8.5% print on the CPI, the headline. That is the uh, fastest pace of inflation since December of 1981. Mark, were you alive in December of 1981? Oh, yes, I was alive. I was about the uh, same age that Theo is now. Oh, yeah. So you felt it. You felt that high inflation. I I mean, that's a high rate. And you know what? I went through the report. I was doing uh, some stuff for the CBS television stations, and I was doing quick, like deep dive. And some of these numbers are just awful. It's almost like there was no hiding that. I thought that was the, the interesting thing here, Mark, because um, when you look at food and energy, which were totally expected, right? That, you know, if you look at all of the, the numbers here, like, let me give you some of these numbers, food costs total year over year, 8.8% increase. But food at home up 10% from a year ago. Food away from home, meaning at restaurants, 6.9%. Energy, the big category of energy, up 32% from a year ago. But when you drill down, it's not drill, get it, energy. Commodities up 48%, you know, gas, oil up. Energy serves electricity, just electricity, man. 11% gas I noticed this because I have a uh, propane out in my other home uh, up 21% from a year ago. These are some serious numbers. Serious numbers. And if you like your meat, poultry, and fish, that's uh, plus 14%. I mean, I like protein. This is very bad. I noticed that used cars and trucks down 3.8% from the prior month. So you only have, instead of it being like 45% higher from a year ago, it's 35%. So, okay, maybe the big takeaway here, gang, is that everything costs more. Food, energy, shelter. I think shelters are going to be a big one. It's it's rough. Shelter costs up by 5% from a year ago. If you think about food, energy, and shelter, what those are the three big categories for most people in terms of spending. So it is not surprising that if you're, say, in the lower third of earners, that you're you're struggling. Hourly earnings, so we, we always talk about average hourly earnings in the employment reports. And if you take the average hourly earnings and you look at the effect of inflation, we have a minus 2.7%, meaning people are falling behind. And it's not everyone, but it is really pronounced the sort of the lower third of earners. I think that's the most important thing to remember, that if you think about food, energy, and shelter, the biggest proportion of my total take-home goes to those three areas. So I don't know what to say. Everything costs more, and I feel bad about this. I'm fascinated by some of these numbers. Uh, Airfare, 24%. From a year ago. From a year ago. Bacon, if you... (laughs) Who doesn't like bacon? 18%. Oranges. We have an orange a day for some odd reason. That's what we do. Oranges, 18%. B 
Beef, 16. New cars, 13. Chicken, 13. Fish, 11. Eggs, 11. Coffee. I need my coffee, 11%. Good Lord. I mean, there's no, there's no, where, what can we do? And wheat is going to start going up. Uh, and I noticed that the um, the United Nations had a, a report out, um, the Food and Agricultural Organization. Uh, global food prices are up 34% from a year ago. And, you know, if you think about this, is fascinating to me. Think about, like, of course, in an advanced economy like the U.S. or the U.K. or in Japan, food costs account for about 17% of our spending, okay? But if you look at, like, developing countries. Think about sub-Saharan Africa. Food costs account for 40% of spending. So when you see that prices are up so dramatically, world wheat prices are up about 20% in March, then that is going to really hurt a lot of these developing nations. So uh, don't stop giving money away. That's what I would say. Please keep doing your best. Anyway, here in the United States of America, if you're listening to this program and you want to know how to fight inflation, I think really it's yes, of course, we've talked about like different things you can do, but it is about getting back to work. Here's something else I noticed, Mark, before, and then we will get to the show. I just like this is a good chance for us to just kind of give a big picture look at some things going on in the economy. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal, which was really fascinating, something that you and I predicted, Mark, as prices surge, retirees return to work. This is by Harriet Tory at the Wall Street Journal. And yeah, guess what? When prices go up, People say, oh, wait, maybe that million dollars that I saved, it isn't going as far as I thought. Are you thinking about going back to work? Are you over age 55? It's really fascinating to me. The share of people over 55, either working or looking for work, rose to 38.9% in March from 38.4%. That basically means that four, almost a half a million people entered the labor force over the past six months in that age category. And I think it has a lot to do with inflation and, of course, the virus receding, right? So that's pretty amazing. And also, just to give you the other numbers, 2.6 million Americans retired earlier than expected between February of 2020 and October of 2021. That's from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. I think a lot of those people are coming back in. And go get a job. It's a hot labor market. That's a good way to pay for the things that cost more rather than relying on your poor portfolio to do the heavy lifting. Okay, Mark, let's get into the program. This is the show that takes the mystery out of your financial life. So if you would like to get with us, come on the air or send us a note, just go to jillonmoney.com, click on the Contact Us button. Okay, and right now we're going to get to you and your questions. It's Kay. She's on the line from Northern California, which... Uh, we love Northern California. So tell us what's going on and what we can do for you, Miss Kay. Well, I have questions about how to uh, do my allotments on uh, retirement. Just mm -hmm. a little bit of uh, background. I haven't really dealt with them for years. Um, I was a teacher. And when I first started all this, there was really no choices in our district you you only could choose this and that. And I guess I kind of left those things and just left it up to the advisors that were approved. And uh, I'm just questioning some of this stuff now because um, of just circumstances. Life has thrown kind of some things in there that we just didn't expect. And it seems mm -hmm. like the more I know, the more I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, isn't that in life? Yes. That's like how you get to be a certain age and you're like, I really don't know any of this stuff. Um, So, Kay, are you still working or are you retired? Uh, I am retired. I've been retired since, I think, uh, 2011. Some other background Mm -hmm. is I am taking care of my mom and I have not worked and neither has my husband. He got downsized and hasn't worked since, I think, like 2012. We've been making it work. We're taking Mm -hmm. care of my mom. The good thing is we don't have to supplement her stuff. She is totally financially independent on that. So we have not Uh had to put anything into it except improvements. That's lucky. Yes. Oh, very lucky. Do you guys live with her? Yes. Do you live in her house or your house? Hers. And the house is in her name right now, right? We're all three on Okay. On the deed. On the the deed. Okay. Yes. See, my mom has, she was diagnosed with uh, stage four breast cancer and she she wasn't expected to live over two years. Well, it's been over seven and we are very thankful for that. And please, any listeners out there, if you have not had your mammogram, go. She never had a mammogram until she was 79. And And then she had stage four. Things have progressed, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all three on it right now, but we okay. don't push anything because- No, you don't need to. I no. understand. Yes. So so you have this house. You're retired. Do you have a pension? Yes. I have a teacher pension, which is about 51 a year. And then how about Social Security? Do you have that as well? Yes. Both of us are claiming we get uh, about 47000 on that. Okay, so now between two social security checks and one pension check, this is uh, not you know almost a hundred thousand dollars a year. Is that enough to support you guys? Or are you dipping into your savings? Uh, no, it it is supporting us right now for what we're doing. Okay, mom's money; she's taking care of herself. You guys now have this hundred thousand dollars or so. That's great. And do you have siblings? Yes. And so when your mother does eventually pass away, will the house, you guys will have the house and what happens to the rest of her money split three ways or a few ways, whatever, with your siblings or? Uh, No, only two. Okay. Got it. So let's forget about mom's money for one second. Let's talk about your money. Tell us about what's in your um, various accounts, how much money you have and what it's generally invested in, not every single mutual fund or holding, but just like kind of give us the background. So you were in a, a teacher, you, you probably have a 403B or maybe you rolled it over. So what do you have in retirement assets? Okay. It's, yeah, it's probably rolled over. I know it is. It's with an IRA, it's 942,000, 43,000 in an IRA. A Roth has $34,000 in it. And just recently, in the last six months, I put 40 in I-bonds. Good for you. Okay, that's great. And the money that you guys have outside of retirement, besides those I-bonds, any, you know, just like a, a savings or a checking or something like that, would you have any money that's un, that, that's, that's already been taxed, non-retirement money? Um, I have uh, 425000 in cash. 
Mark just like you've got a little giggle. Did you hear that giggle that he gave you? Yes, but Mark what? Because it was like that pause. Because he's like four. We're like okay, four thousand dollars. No, four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in cash. That was so. kind of our safe fund. We we didn't know what was going to go happen here, so we sold mm-hmm. our home, and we've uh, just left it there in case if the what ifs happen. Right. Okay. Well, this, I mean, you got plenty of money. So number one, you and your husband are like awesome because you're taking care of your mother. That's number one. Like, can I just start with that? Like, what a wonderful gift that you guys have given to her and you're taking care of her. And I bet that uh, I know that she appreciates that. And I'm sure that everyone around you appreciates that because uh, that's what people do. It's like, it's it, that is a beautiful thing. So the big picture you got all this money. You got plenty of cash. How old are you guys? I am 66. He is 64 this year. You're amazing. So you have done a phenomenal job. The two of you have done a phenomenal job. So whatever you feel like, oh, the more I know, the more I don't know, you have done such a great job that um, now we're just going to, we're going to dot some I's and cross some T's. What did you teach, by the way? P.E. You're kidding. No. Always my favorite, of course, because I was the athlete. Yes, so That's was I. So awesome. What was your sport? Volleyball, track and field. Volleyball was very hard. I don't know. I never learned how to play that right because it always hurt my hands and wrists and everything. So it seemed very difficult. Okay. So now let's talk about the allocation because that's your question. Like, hey, where's the money and all that? The rollover IRA with uh, almost 950 grand in it has what in it? Is it individual stocks? Are there mutual funds? What's inside of that account? Okay. I have Morgan Stanley and inside Mm -hmm. Morgan Stanley, I have two, four, six, eight different um, funds that they put me in. And then I'm in American Capital. And Mm -hmm. I think I'm in two, four, six, eight, 10, 11 in that. So these are just different mutual funds. And then what about, what about how you pay these advisors? Uh, Like this, uh, this Merrill, I'm not sorry, Merrill, Morgan Stanley advisor. How do you pay this person? Um, I, I pay a 1.25. And so he's got the eight or he, he or she, I'm sorry, has the eight different funds. And then you said you have um, like American funds, but those are not inside of the Morgan Stanley account. There's a different retirement account. No, I have three different accounts. And that's kind of my question is what can I consolidate together with listening to your podcast? It's like, do I really need an advisor and do I need all these different funds? Because yeah, probably not. I have, but, a I, but I mean, I want you to feel like you were taken care of, but so are each of the, you said three different accounts, right? Yes. Three different accounts, all IRA accounts. Yes. The Roth and the IRA. The Roth so is through American. Okay. That's fine. So the Roth is through American funds then there's the rollover IRA at Morgan Stanley, and then one other account beyond that. Yes, Invesco. And is Invesco a retirement, a rollover, an IRA also? Yes. I don't know why my advisor. I had two. I had two different advisors because. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, that's how that we got this. Okay. Yes. How much do these people talk to you at all, or not really? Um, well, I have to be honest with the American Capital and the Invesco. 
I told this advisor because he moved over to someplace else. And I said, we're done. I don't want to pay all your fees. So now I have all these funds. I don't know how I pay American and Invesco. Mm. So just to be clear, a couple of different things. So the Morgan Stanley person is easy because you're just paying an annual fee on the funds of one, what did you say? One and a quarter percent, right? Yes. So that's easy. It's like, so just think about this when, and everyone listening, when you've got an advisor who's charging you an asset under management fee, there is usually two types of fees that are being paid out of your pocket. One is that fee, one and a quarter percent. But then underneath that, there are investments in these uh, mutual funds that have an expense built into them. Now, hopefully, because you're being charged a, a one and a quarter percent, they've chosen funds that have a share class with a very low cost. When it comes to those American funds or Invesco, someone sold those funds to you. Chances are that person charged a commission to own those funds. And so those funds have a fee embedded in them that's probably about 1%. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the actual expense ratio of those funds. Do they happen to have like a, a letter after them, like Invesco Class A, Invesco Class C? Is there some, do you happen to yes. see that? Everything I have is Class A. Okay. So what that meant is you paid a commission upfront to the broker, and then there's an ongoing fee for ownership of these funds. And they're not actually, once you've paid the, uh, you probably paid it a while ago, so it's not that expensive to hold these funds. Okay. Here's the big question that we're going to ask. You ready? Yes. Do we need an advisor? Mark, does, what do you think? Does Kay, do Kay and her husband need an advisor right now? I don't know that they need the current advisor, but I also don't think they should be doing this on their own. Right. Cause you're not, you don't like, you're not like, oh, I'm filled with confidence. I want to just like rock and roll and do this. This is my, I mean, you got a job right now, which is taking care of your mom and neither you nor your husband want to actually be the ones who are taking care of this money. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so maybe we could get you another advisor who could help you. Now, I don't know if you need to get an advisor who's going to charge you one and a quarter percent. So I'm going to give you a couple of ideas. You ready? Ready. All right. Deep breath. This is all good. Remember, you've got plenty of money and your mom is still alive. Okay. Like yes. really, let me do that in a different order. Let me remind you, your mother is still alive. They told her she was going to die five, you know, five years ago or seven yes. years ago and she's alive. Yes. So how amazing is that? And you got plenty of dough. Don't worry. This is not, this is like, I want you to just not be concerned about this. I want to be responsible, but you got so much money. You and your husband did a fantastic job of saving. Okay. Now, if you want someone to really hold your hand more specifically, you want to have a human being that you want to talk to about your investments, about everything, we can get you an advisor in Northern California. It'll probably be the same 1% or so. Okay. The second choice is you can move everything to a what's called a robo advisor. You get a you get an advisory service, but through a large platform like Vanguard or like Charles Schwab or like Betterment. What would happen is you would get in touch with these folks and you'd say, I want Vanguard's personal service advisor. You could literally call them and say, here's all the stuff I have. And I really would like someone to help me 
sort through everything I have, tell me what to keep, tell me what to sell and consolidate everything and make my life easy. That's what I want. And they'll do that for you. You will get an advisor. It will cost you instead of one and a quarter percent, it'll cost you, I don't know, like less than a half of a percent. So the 1% extra that you save on the management of that 900 something thousand, like that nine grand, it's just yours. It goes to your bottom line. You don't have to move the cash in there. You can keep your cash, keep it out of there. It's not a problem, but they will help you consolidate the, the Morgan Stanley with the Invesco, with the American funds, the, you know, capital group, they'll consolidate everything into one rollover account and one Roth account. And that's it. They will tell me because I know that my allocation right now is I probably have 85% stock and only like 15% bond. And that's yeah, my- and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you got to move that around, lady. Yeah, because there's no reason for you to take so much risk. You have kids, by the way? Yes, two. They're grown, okay. Pretty much. One is fully launched and the other mm-hmm. one is almost launched. Chances are you guys are not going to spend all this money. So you're really going to be investing for your kids in some respects. So, you know, like 85% stocks has been fantastic in the last, you know, dozen years. It would be nice to kind of ratchet down the risk level. You're not really 85 stocks because you've got that 400 grand in cash, right? Yes. So it's probably more like you're 65, 35, but yeah, they'll tell you like, Hey, based on who you are and what you're doing, you know what? You should reduce the risk. Mark, I know what you're going to say, so don't say it. You're going to say that she should actually convert some of her rollover money to Roth money, I bet. I am yeah. doing that. Last year, listening to you guys, I converted 15 of my IRA to a Roth, and I was going to do 15 again this year to keep us in the, I'm in the 12% tax 12%. Bracket. Yeah, yes. sure. Keep doing that. Where Are you close to San Francisco? I'm about three hours but he'll do it remotely. He's a good guy. Yeah, that guy, Mark. I mean, and he, he's young, which actually I think is good for, for this case because, you know, he's going to be around. He's not going anywhere. So I, I'll send you his contact info as well if you want to deal with someone. Nice, nice guy. He is a fee-only planner. He's lovely. It'll cost a little bit more money, but he's such a good human being. You'll feel taken care of. Okay, that that's great. And, you know, for myself and other people out there, How do you, you know, everybody says open like a Vanguard. How do I do that? Is there a minimum? Do I, can I? No. So, so this is what's so cool. I mean, you, I mean, if you do it yourself, but if you call this guy that we're going to refer you to, he'll do a lot of this for you. But you, it is as easy as doing this. You go into your browser and you type Vanguard.com. Yes, I've done that. Yes. Right. And then it says personal investors and you click on it and it's like, okay, what am I going to do here? It all starts with this. Now you scroll down and it says work with an advisor and then you can call them or hit the get started button and go from there. And and this is the annual fee. You ready? 0.3%. They require 50 grand to start. You got plenty of money, right? So you could do it with them or you could do it with a human being. We'll, we'll get you the name of the guy, the contact information, but that's what it is. That's how easy this is now. You have a lot of choices out there. It's funny when you when you started this conversation, which I think is really important for everyone to hear, the thing that struck me was that 
you were like, hey, it was kind of easier when I didn't have so many choices. And I think you're right. The overwhelming number of options and choices can be daunting and it makes it very hard to move forward. The more you know, the more you don't know. And it it just <laughs> funny. Yeah. So if I have if I have extra cash, since we are now we went through some very lean years just with my um, pension for mm -hmm. two people and trying to support my kids. But now mm -hmm. with having social security and stuff like that, if I have extra cash, what do you recommend mm -hmm. for I think you should go out and spend it and have fun. Well, that would be nice, but right now, <laughs> we don't have that choice. Um, I don't think there's much you need to do. You can add it to your cash account. You can help your kids if you would like. No grandchildren yet, right? We, we have a marriage this year, so. Oh, so you can pay for a wedding. There's your cash. You can do whatever you want. Okay. I, I, I mean, there again, it's like, it's like too much choice, but like put it in your cash account. Talk to the advisor, who, whoever helps you out next. And they'll figure out how much cash you should keep around. There's nothing, there's nothing you have to worry about. You've done all the hard work. You're in this weird position, which is you've gone through lean times. You've made it work. Now you're flush and you have all this extra cash. I could make a great case for you to, you know, invest half of the cash, get a non-retirement account going, blah, 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 blah. But it, it will not change your life. You will not change your life because of the money that you are now collecting in terms of your fixed income between the pension and two social security checks. You know, it's like you have an abundance right now. You're not going to make a mistake. I do think having someone to walk you through what the next group of years looks like for you financially would be helpful. That would be great. And I love listening to you the know, podcast every day. Aren't you a sweetheart? <laughs> we so appreciate that. And thank you for t reminding everyone to get mammograms and any other health checkups. So Kay, thank you so much. Good luck with mom and uh, good luck with uh, a wedding, a wedding, a mother, a lot going on for, uh, for Kay in her life. So if you have a complicated situation and you need some help walking through this, all you need to do is go to the website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, tell us what's going on. Tell us if you will be willing to come on the air. Mark will do everything else because he's the best executive producer in the world. He really is. So just all of our stuff is right there at Jill on Money. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Uh, what else can you do there? And there's a zillion different things. Just check out all of our great stuff. Do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.